Did you know that cookies are for closers? Yes. We'll keep that in mind. <laughs> I'll keep it on the back burner, as I've only seen this movie 400,000 times. Uh, welcome to the Review Review, a show or two. Small town dudes give you our big baby opinions. <laughs> <laughs> big, super colossal baby opinions. <laughs> big, fat baby opinions. I am Troy to the max extreme. I am JT3 guy. And today we are getting to know thine enemy with yes. Boss Baby. What? Our first episode of Operation No Baby. <laughs> this is the standard set, okay? This is what Macy, and I'm going to put it out there right now, was obsessed with. Really? She, What's she getting into now? Okay, so she still asks to watch this movie. Yeah. And when I start it, it's not what she wants. Uh-oh. Now she's into an animated series based on the Trolls movie that came out. <laughs> That's a Netflix exclusive, which is easier to take. Okay. Because there's two episodes per episode, so each one's only like 15 minutes long or okay. 10 minutes long. And they're just little fun little things or whatever. And I don't yeah. really listen to the thing. I just sit there and put it on and I read my phone <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Like a real parent. Okay. Uh, so anyway, we're looking for movies, though, yeah. coming up. And this we're was trying, the movie. We're trying to uh, widen her palate, so to say, in yes. terms of film. We want her to get her hooked on good child cinema. Yes. Uh, Not Boss Baby. For fuck's sake, not Boss Baby. Let me see if I've got an audio of when we get home. Okay, here we go. I'm turning it up. This is audio from We Get Home Every Day. You want to watch Elmo? Coco. Coco. You want to watch Elmo? You want to watch Elmo or Coco? Coco? The banana bread? <laughs> Okay, well, then she hands me banana bread. Okay, but that was before Boss Baby came into play, right? Gotcha, yeah. So now it revolves between, okay, you want to watch Coco? Yeah. Okay, do you mean Coco or do you mean Elmo? Elmo. Baby. Boss Baby? Melmo. I'm like, okay. So I put on one or the other, and one of them is never right. So yeah. it always ends up being <laughs> You're always the other a fucking one. idiot, Troy. <laughs> so anyway, now it's like, baby? Oh, you want to watch baby? Rolls. Okay, you want to watch Trolls. Mm. Okay. So anyway, that's only the last few days. After we already had this set in stone that we were going to do yeah. this, she, she changed already, it up changed. on us. Okay. But we need, okay, so we need to widen her film palette in terms mm. of good kids movies yes and we are taking that upon ourselves <laughs> yeah as the loving father and as the loving uh brought in uncle <laughs> yes <laughs> uncle uh, uncle outside of birth <laughs> we are taking it upon ourselves to bestow upon macy the max some quality children's films yes that are not boss baby but tonight we're talking about boss baby <laughs> We needed to set, like, a standard of what we're dealing with here. Yes. This was an obsession for Macy for a month. A, mo a, a month solid, straight? Maybe a month and a half. Jesus Christ. So let me just tell you that every day I watch this movie at least two times. <laughs> every day. At least twice. 
There is not, I'm not even kidding. One weekend I saw it nine times. Yeah. This movie in full. <laughs> okay. Nonstop. No commercial breaks. It Straight through. It is enough to want to drill your brain out. <laughs> we'll get but really, it. any movie to me would be that. Yeah. There are very few movies that I could watch like twice a day. Every day. Oh, I, I understand that for sure. <laughs> but I, this one. Yeah. <sighs> I could. Yeah. Usually even mil- movies that I love, I need to marinate on it for at least a while before I get back into it. Yes. You're watching Boss Baby immediately after it ends. <laughs> now, before this, her obsession was, with, uh, was Coco. Yeah. Now, Coco is a great movie. It is good. If you watch it so many times, it gets monotonous, (laughs) but there are still points, even when it was on every time, I would still turn and watch because I liked them. There you go. There are less points in Boss Baby (laughs) (laughs) than there are in Coco. Well, I'm curious to see if there are points that you actually look up on Boss Baby. I will get to some. Okay. There are a few, but there are... Some. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, Boss Baby yeah. is a DreamWorks production yeah. that dropped March 31st, 2017. Spring release. It has a budget of $125 million. Yeah. Domestically made $175 million. Mm-hmm. So, probably didn't make its money back no, in the shores here. Which is weird because usually anything kids is makes a fuck ton of money. Yes. But worldwide made over half a billion dollars. <laughs> oh boy. Coming in at 527.9 million dollars. Jesus. Granting it enough amnesty to have a Netflix series where it somehow continues the story of Boss Baby even though if you've seen this movie, the animated series makes no fucking sense whatsoever because no. it can't work. No. But try telling that to a one and a half year old. Have you tried putting on the series to see if yes. she makes? She knows <laughs> she there's tell... a difference. She needs there, the movie. There is a difference, and a one and a half year old can spot it. She needs. To t- <laughs> she needs the movie. <laughs> the series is not enough. She needs the movie. It's worse. Okay, Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> has it at fifty two percent. IMDb has it at 16, uh, 6.3 out of 10, and Metacritic has at a even 50%. Oh, boy. And <laughs> they're not glowing reviews. Neil Before Blog <laughs> has it at a 5.5 out of 10. Dinosaur Neil Before Blog? Uh, it's a K-N-E-E-L, so actually Neil <sighs> okay. Before Blog. Yeah. I, I wish Dinosaur Neil had his own blog that was... Neil, Neil, Neil before blog. Neil before blog, but it's N-E-I-L. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Get on it. So, Get on it, Dinosaur Neil. almost all of these reviews, maybe not IMDb, has them about right there at the 50% mark. Yeah. IMDb just slightly a little higher. Yeah. This movie made number 14 in DreamWorks picture. If you're gauging the box office of all DreamWorks pictures, domestically, this one came in at number 14. I'm not going to ho- do the whole thing where I have you guess the Thank top God. ten. Thank fucking God. Because I don't care. But DreamWorks, well, is this just the animation department or is it this the This is actual... DreamWorks animation. Because I don't think DreamWorks animation has a lot out. 
This I is, know they've made a few, but not a lot. DreamWorks has more out than you think because really. Oh, I guess Shrek. Yeah. Uh, I think this is the thirty-second animated DreamWorks oh, film. Oh boy. Um, I don't. I that might be not exactly right, but they they have at least thirty out. Okay. Since they since their inception okay. with like Shrek. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so, I, I don't. I've never heard like glowing reviews of DreamWorks animation films outside of Shrek. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is an add to the add to their credentials. But should, uh, should I find the list of things? I I, I should be able do to bring do, it up. No, no, Hotel Trans. Oh, Sony does Hotel Transylvania. We but I think Sony owns DreamWorks. Really? Um, let me find what I had my list on here. Um. Oh my god, this is taking me forever. Hopefully this was worth it. <laughs> Here we go. Okay, so let me just give you the top ten of the DreamWorks films here domestically. Yeah. yeah. Shrek 2, number one. Shrek the third. Shrek. Shrek Forever After. How to Train Your Dragon. Oh yeah, How to Train Your Dragon. I've never seen those, but I've heard good things about them. The first them. one's pretty good, and there's a third one coming out now. Yeah, that's supposed to be like, and like the... To, solidify the series uh, and it's cool they actually have like the characters age mm-hmm. like usually with animated series they just make them stay the same age throughout yeah uh number six madagascar two or no number six is madagascar three jesus, jesus christ <laughs> seven kung fu panda monsters versus aliens madagascar the crudes madagascar two home I've never heard of. It came out in 2015. Yeah, it's like, it's like, I think it's like an alien type movie. Oh. How to Train Your Dragon 2, Boss Baby, and then number 15 would be Kung Fu Panda 2. Yeah. I've heard Kung Fu Panda's not bad either. Uh, The first one I thought was okay. Yeah. But they also have things like Shark Tale, the <laughs> Shrek spinoffs like Puss in Boots, Megamind. They had B-Movie. Well, Megamind got fucked because it came out around the same time as Despicable Me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, and then they also had Ants. Yeah, Ants, Ants is like... B-movie. Ants is like weirdly adult. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's weird. Because I remember that came out around the same, same time as A Bug's Life, where like, people were like, should we go to Ants or A Bug's Life? And it's like, Ants feels like weirdly adult. It's like Woody Allen and... Fucking, uh... Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, Stallone's in... <laughs> it's so fucking weird. Yeah. Uh, according to this, if they go by this list, there's 35 um, DreamWorks Jeez, movies. It's weird. I got a sneeze coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God! Oh, my goodness. So, anyway, that list ended up being worth it. Here we go. <laughs> so, JT... Well, oh, since you're such an expert, Troy, you should right. really describe the plot... Of the boss baby. You got it. So there is this little boy, and he's got a real fun overactive imagination named Tim. Yeah. And this Tim has, uh, has a loving family with himself, mom and dad, making the perfect uh, love triangle. And a love yep. triangle, they kind of explain it in the beginning of the movie, yeah. is the strongest shape there is. Yep. So why add another point to that shape? Yeah. Lo and behold, he's got another one on the way. Uh... Does he though? Hold on. <laughs> I mean, we'll talk about. We'll that. get into it. <laughs> the like, uh, at one point, his mother 
and father ask him, how would you like a little baby brother? And it seems like that is way too late to ask him because it comes right away. <laughs> but he has we'll, we'll a... We'll discuss how this movie will confuse the fuck out of any kid <laughs> that's trying to decipher how childbearing works. So, uh, <laughs> a baby arrives in a taxi and... Up, in a suit. Uproots <laughs> Tim's life henceforth. And then he must learn how to work with his new younger baby. I it, It's his younger brother. Yeah. Um, but all the while, get his younger brother back to his baby core. Baby corpse. <laughs> Not corpse as in dead thing, but uh, yeah, baby well. core. Uh, so he can be his boss, the boss baby. And it's it's a whole thing. Yeah, don't all don't I, dive into the minutia of it because it makes no sense. We'll talk. All about I want to talk about is the minutia. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, that's Boss Baby. Long long story short, the baby is actually the boss of a major corporation in heaven. I don't know somewhere. <laughs> he's the head of a major corporation that's trying to de- determine what cute is. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Let me just tell you what the corporation does. Baby core. <laughs> We're going to have a thoughtful discussion about this movie that seems like it's made for toddlers. <laughs> baby core is only interested in getting all the attention back onto the babies as there's been other aspects in any parent's life yeah. that is detracting from their love, such as puppies or kittens yeah. or other things. They borderline insinuate that if... They don't, if they don't solidify that babies are the cutest things in the world, abortions would be on the rise. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's maybe reading a bit more into it, but. Or, uh... or just, they, there's literally a scene where they get to a point where they unveil a puppy and the mom just throws her baby away and runs screaming towards the puppy where it's like. Are that you just <laughs> insinuating that children will be neglected and killed because puppies are so cute? <laughs> well, I mean, you didn't see that forever puppy. That forever puppy is pretty adorable. <laughs> it really is. I would I would kill my baby for a forever puppy. <laughs> uh, so, uh, the boss baby... Becomes a boss baby. Well, not even just not just the boss baby. It's moments like this. I wish we were a video podcast, just so people can see the look on your face while you're trying to explain this. <laughs> it's uh, explained in an opening montage that uh, there are two kinds of babies. Yeah, a regular baby, ones that are ticklish, and ones that are not. And, and the ones that are not ticklish <laughs> go into management. <laughs> And they run Baby Core. And this is where the titular boss baby goes to. uh, Voiced by Alec Baldwin. And he is the best in his field, I I guess. I don't know. (laughs) He is is really reaching for that boss baby position. Yeah. To become, like, the big fat boss baby. Or uh, he's just reaching for boss boss baby. Yeah, because his official title just becomes boss baby. But yeah. there are 
more titles that just involve more adjectives for big. <laughs> yeah, big colossal fat boss baby. Yeah, I think big is colossal. Yeah, big colossal fat boss baby is the best boss baby that ever was. Right, which comes back in the movie. Yeah, uh, but with that, he gets a corner office, which his own yeah. personal potty. <laughs> yeah, which we need to we need to discuss. We well, can the discuss amount, everything in this. the amount of infant ass. In this movie. Uh, I would only love to talk about the infant ass in this because there is, there is that a plenty. So much there is animated baby ass <laughs> in this movie. Yes. So much so that it made me uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> there let me just go because I'm gonna tie this in with the animation. Yeah. So DreamWorks Pictures, I feel has a certain look to them. That differentiates them from Pixar movies. Yeah. And the DreamWorks all, I feel, are more cartoony looking. Yeah. And they're not just, they're not as polished as Pixar. Yeah. I'll, I'll agree with that. There are moments in this that I thought that they were pretty inventive with their with their animation. Like, especially, like, the, uh, the, uh, like, when they go into Tim's imagination and they yeah. do some of that 2D stuff. That That's was pretty fun. cool. There's even aspects to this, too, where later on, Boss Baby does a cake angel. And the animation and him smearing the frosting and cake around, I think, looks really real. Yeah. Um, that's just an aspect I've seen because I know <laughs> because I've watched this movie a hundred times. it's burning your brain. <laughs> but I'm like, that looks like real cake. But then you look at aspects just... like everyone's hair looks plastic, but they put yeah. baby-ass jiggle physics... <laughs> On every ass in this movie. Yeah. The person that animated these asses lovingly animated these baby asses. These asses. To the point where I feel like this animator needs to be on a list. <laughs> these asses jiggle so slightly. Yeah. That it verges on realism. Yeah. The weight of these little jelly-filled asses <laughs> jiggles almost perfectly. Like I, I can almost hear like phone conversations where like the the director's like, listen, Jim, we need these we need these dailies brought in today. Look, man, I'm almost done with this baby ass. <laughs> just give me just give me six more hours. I'll have it to you by the end of the day. It's like, Jim, they don't need to be that specific, <laughs> but okay. Listen, Jim <laughs> needs to get all the accolades. <laughs> I think. It's the best animated thing in the movie. It is. So much attention is paid to these baby asses. There's a certain... I want to bring up two scenes right now. There is one scene the where... The spanking with the, bit with the fart at the end? Uh, hold on. Okay. <laughs> there is a scene where Tim is trying to get the boss baby in a little sailor suit. Yeah. And he's like shuffling back and forth and with every shuffle you see a little jiggle of the ass. Really? I didn't <laughs> I didn't pick Okay, I'll, I'll take your word for it. And Don't I'm like worry. that looks like somebody spent a lot of time on that jiggle physics. Yeah. And then there is the powder fart. I definitely noticed the powder on the, in the powder fart spank scene. And let me tell you what, that is my least favorite thing in the movie. <laughs> For whatever reason, when that song starts playing, when they're trying to get ready to go to Puppy Corps, mm. or Puppy Co., that is yeah. the most groan-inducing moments 
of the movie is that. Is Tim and Baby getting ready and dressed up to go to Puppy Co. And they play the... I can't remember what song it is I don't is remember now, either. But, but it's he, a popular yeah, pop song. He spanks him to the tune of the song and it ends with a fart that shoots out a cloud of... Powder. Powder. That is one of the moments <laughs> that I always turn to look at to hate watch. That's one right there. You have to hold back from tweeting fuck my life as you watch. <laughs> and just tweeting a gif of a fart cloud. So there's that. And there's also a beginning portion of this where babies are being like created in, in I guess, baby heaven factory. Yeah. Where there is a lines. threat of a pacifier being shoved in a baby's asshole. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that made me feel really uncomfortable. For I'm like, <laughs> oh, you're almost borderline <laughs> insinuating that some <clears throat> weird anal penetration might happen to a baby. Yeah. With a pacifier. It doesn't. But thank it's God. Th- it's threatened. <laughs> it, it is threatened. <laughs> They do insinuate that it could happen. Yes. The it fact that it, does. The fact that it comes so close means that it might have happened in the past. <laughs> <laughs> there was a mix-up in the pacifier yeah. line. All and, of them have been yeah. asked. Some kid just wait, just just becomes born fucked up, and you don't know why. But it happened yep. before you were aware. Yeah. Those kids when, are when never the, when ticklish. When a pacifier... Yeah. <laughs> they are not... T- yeah. I'm sure if if that were to happen, he would not have been ticklish. <laughs> nope. He would have gone right into yep. management. Management and would have <laughs> fucked baby core up. You bet. Let's get into my actual notes that I have here, huh? <laughs> um, let's see. So there's uh, a lot of references to other movies in this movie. Movies that kids should not even be aware of. And I feel like this movie leans really hard on them for comedy elements or things that like parents would pick out in this. But then also at the same time, I feel there's a disconnect because there's jokes of like the cookies are for closers. That's that's Glenn Gary Gunneros. Yes. But like. Our generation didn't grow up. And I feel like our yeah. generation is the ones that have kids now that are watching this. Yeah. It's like our parents' generation that would be watching that, that would get that joke. Yeah. It's, I feel especially with like movies like this, like there are so many out of touch people making these fucking movies where it's like, man, we're not asking you to fucking give us things where we're like, ha, ah, <laughs> right. we just want a good fucking story so we're not fucking being mind-numbed mm-hmm. to death Yes, <laughs> watching it. <clears throat> we just want something we can connect with. And, like, we don't – and we can't connect with just a fleeting scene of a reference to a movie we might have seen. <laughs> we want, like, actual good stories. Mm-hmm. Um, I also – Okay, yeah. I was just looking up somebody's name. I couldn't remember off the top of my head. Yeah. But the only reason the Cookies is for Closers line is funny is because Alec Baldwin plays yes. the character that says that. Yeah, that coffee is for Closers. Yeah, coffee is for Closers. Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Yeah. So, yeah, it's funny if you are maybe like a film nerd and have yeah. know that movie. Um, for whatever reason, it's 
I knew that, and normally I probably wouldn't, yeah. but for whatever it is, I knew it, but that'd be like something my mom and dad would know. They also have that alarm clock that's a wizard that always has the one joke of you shall not pass. That's yeah. the only thing Lord he says. Lord of the Rings, yeah. It's like, there's that. There's, um... Uh, shit, I thought I wrote like down... Like, every film thing. reference in this should not even be relevant to the kids that would actually like this movie. No. <laughs> no. Uh, this also has... I feel like a clear lack of direction as a whole. So, the Troy, I'm going to say that I feel like the person that made the plot to this movie mm -hmm. is on some drugs that I kind of want to try. <laughs> so It is so fucked. Chelsea and I have actually gotten in an argument of what Boss Baby is really about <laughs> in the end. Uh, and I... She... I think we both ended up being right, but Chelsea ended up being, I think, more right. And we're really... Everything is not real. Everything is imagined. See, that's what I wanted to believe in the beginning. But I was arguing in that that movie does not make that clear enough. Yeah. Because some parts seem like it's out of his imagination and are happening in reality, such as when... The boss or the the babies are all having like a meeting and all the parents are in the house. Yeah. And the babies are actually talking with one another. Yeah. And then they come in and then they go into like baby mode and like act cute on the floor. Yeah. Does that actually happen? See, so we had a thing like I think it was like a couple days ago. Like I messaged you when I first started this movie. I told you I was a half hour in and I was being coy about it because... In all honesty, like, in the first half hour of this, I wasn't hating it. Yeah, I think it starts relatively I was okay. kind of digging it, especially when they, they established that Tim has an active imagination, and then this baby comes in, who is the boss baby. Yeah. And they don't really go outside of the realm of, it could still be in as an imagination. Yes. And they and Alec Baldwin does enough things where I'll chuckle every once in a while. Mm -hmm. Like, granted, a lot of his comedy is, like, over... Like, anyone who's over five-year-old's head. <laughs> yes. Like, a lot of his comedy is like, why would a kid even think that's funny? <laughs> yes. Like, he, he, all of his humor is borderline adult in this. Border, yeah, but then to an adult, it's not funny. Yeah, but, <laughs> but like, his humor is based on things that only adults, adults would, would understand. Be, yeah, only yeah. adults would be, like, no. Yeah. Like, his reference to, like, oh, make sure I get the sushi, blah, 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 all this right. shit. Like, like, barking orders, like, anything business-related. It's like, oh my any God. kid, any kid that's under, like, even, like, maybe eight years old, under eight years old, would not know any of the references that Alec Baldwin's making. Right. So why the fuck are you making them in this movie <laughs> that's borderline made for only five-year-olds? Right. Anytime he brings up any business, anything makes me sick to my stomach. <laughs> so like when he says like, oh, I'm not ticklish. We don't, I don't ever like to get tickled. What was that one time in that retreat? But any business thing, like, I'm like, but it's like, what are the you fuck is going? Are you are insinuating you... you had sex as a baby? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I, and like things like that. And then in order to like get something across, he's like, I'm going to write the perfect memo. And it's like. 
That fucking kids, makes me sick. Kids don't know what fucking memos are. <laughs> yeah, but even like, okay, so like Tim even says like, that sounds t- terrible. And then he goes in to talk about like how great memos are. And I'm like, <laughs> fuck this. Memos suck. All of this is terrible. And then he goes on and like even... Like, in that scene, he's got his, like, sleeves rolled up and his tie loose and he's eating, like, Chinese food out of the thing. I'm like, this all is fucking groan-inducing garbage to me right now. I fucking hate everything that he's doing. Yeah. Even more than the fucking powder fart. But then the powder <laughs> fart comes and I hate it the most. <laughs> but, yeah, but the, the first half hour of this is pretty fun. And then they get to, like, his meeting with the babies, which I, I think my favorite characters in this whole movie are like his baby employees sure like like the one the one girl the three yes men babies and then mm-hmm. the big fat one right that always seems to have plumbers crack because <laughs> heaven forbid we don't see a baby's ass for less than five minutes in this movie <laughs> but like they're they're all pretty fun characters and they have that really cool chasing at the end and like the backyard when uh, Tim gets them on tape talking to each other and they're all trying to take it from him. Like, yeah. That chasing's fun. And they even do like the thing where they break reality and they show they're just only going like two miles an hour. Right. But in Tim's mind, they're like going like a hundred miles per hour throughout the whole fucking yard, like chasing each other right. and like making things blow up and shit. Right. Like that was all fun. <clears throat> and then they get to where uh, boss baby takes him to baby core. And I was like, what fucking drugs are these fucking writers taking? Because they are, like, weaving this web of of narrative that's, like, it makes no fucking sense. No. <laughs> like, when they suck on the pacifiers to, like, virtually go to baby core? Yeah. Then why would, why would you develop that technology? Because there's people up there talking shit about Boss Baby, and he's seeing all of it. Yeah, he's seeing it in real time. Where it's, like, so then... Why are you people acting so cavalier when you know this technology exists <laughs> that it can fucking just show up whatever with you not knowing? Right. That's why I think if you think about it too hard, it breaks the whole movie. Because then it all has to be imagined on, for Tim's point of view or else nothing works. Yeah. But then, like, <laughs> like, even when the baby shows up, like, it just shows up out of nowhere. Yeah. Like, even at the end, when he just shows up as a regular baby, mm-hmm. it's like, you were never pre- The chick was never pregnant. She just shows up one day in a cab and, like, got a baby. But it's like, after what? You just had one of those, like, accident- Like, is it one of those, like, true TV, oops, I was pregnant type <laughs> I had episodes? had a baby in a toilet. Yeah, like, she was- She sat in a toilet at Six Flags and then popped out a baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, if- Okay, so- I don't want to burst your bubble, but it does show that she is pregnant, like, early on in the movie when they ask, like, do you want to have a baby brother? Oh, really? She sits down on the bed and she's, like, showing. Okay. But, like, the thing is, that's what I wanted to bring up, like, why wouldn't you bring this up, like, way earlier? No shit. To Tim being like, hey, you're going to have a baby brother, like, in, a in like, six months, not like, hey, tomorrow your mom's yeah. going to give birth. <laughs> And yeah, even when they ask grandma's. him, like, do you want a baby brother? And he's like, no. We're like, well, fuck that idea. <laughs> where it's like, at least tell him he's going to have a fucking baby brother. Don't make it where it's like it's an option. <laughs> Shit's not an option anymore. The kid's fucking coming out. Right. Also, I <laughs> I, uh, I, find it like Tim's very selfish 
Like, I mean, I guess it's just sort of like a normal kid thing. Like, he says, no thanks, I'm enough. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Jesus, you could think you're a lot of yourself. Like, but I, but that's what, that's what kind of makes me like the, the first part of this, where I feel like it definitely addresses, like, the frustrations of, like, an older brother. Like, uh, yeah. you, can, you can speak more from it. You're, like, a super older brother. Yeah, but I wasn't probably... seven years old when my next brother came along. True. I was, like one and a half or two years old but you were like seven years old and one of your brothers came around what weren't you i was six years old when my youngest brother was oh, okay born. but by that time i'm like yeah what's another one true you know like I, I don't know i don't true. know any different and like i i i have no idea what i i never felt like there was any favoritism or anything yeah. like that like i feel like this movie would have worked more if they just kind of like would have played on like okay i feel like this baby is ruling our lives like a boss would uh -huh. and that that's he sees the baby as boss baby yeah but then they like took it literally where it's like no he's an actual boss baby that runs baby core <laughs> where yeah. you're like jesus christ you don't need to take it so fucking literally <laughs> this movie could literally just been nothing but tim's imagination and it would have been way more interesting than just we have to develop this weird fucking narrative where Babies are competing with puppies. Mm -hmm. Or like, how the fuck are you going to make puppies a villain in a movie? Yeah. I, once it, it starts like breaking down, like <laughs> near the end, I can't decipher like what is actually hap like what is actually real and fake. Because, so, <laughs> it, there's a big reveal that big fat colossal boss baby yeah. is Francis Francis, the guy who runs Puppy Co. Yeah, and so he's trying to get back at the babies by making this forever puppy, which will like yeah, which will make people not care about babies and then stop giving birth. I don't know, <laughs> who knows? But like, I guess in Tim's eyes, like that's how it works. If he's if this is all imagined by him, yeah. But so like, he's also getting babysat by this big brute. I think it's Eugene. Yeah. And the Eugene character frustrates me to no end. <laughs> he's, but like, he's a master of disguise. He <laughs> he is a master of disguise. He disguises himself as some sort of Mary Poppins character because he's yeah. practically perfect in every way, which is a nod to Mary Poppins, which is only a reference that probably my mom and dad would get. <laughs> so... <laughs> He comes. Well, and, not anymore. Mary Poppins Returns. Oh, came she's out. back in a big way, baby. She's back in a big way. <laughs> so anyway, they fake that Boss Baby's sick to get out of Eugene's hair, yeah. so they can get to Las Vegas. Yeah. Like they would actually have to travel there, right? <laughs> yeah. Because their parents are at a conference in Las Vegas, so they have to go from wherever they are to Las Vegas. Yeah. That's so they, they, they get on a, They do get on a plane. So that's not imagined. But that's way out of, like, the dose of actual reality. Yeah. yeah. I do... Okay, there Okay, there are two parts of this that I like. Yeah. I like the part where they do the big guy in a trench coat, but it's a big guy in an Elvis suit as Elvis. Oh, dude, I loved all the Elvis <laughs> shit in here. Especially when they, like, translate their Elvis speech. <laughs> I was digging that. So, <laughs> that like... part I like. And there's also one part that when... The parents are sleeping on the couch, and he's talking about uh, making the perfect memo. And they have to learn that they have to fake loving each other in order to get what they want. Yeah. Um, at one point, Tim's like, 
uh, like, I hate you or whatever or something. I can't remember the exact line off the top of my head. And uh, <laughs> the joke is, Alec Baldwin's like, well, hate's a strong word. It's the right word, but it's just a strong one. <laughs> like, that's a joke yeah. that I think works and I like a lot. Yeah. But those are only, like, two little things in the movie. I'm like, I like that and I like that. Yeah. Otherwise, I think this movie is just utter garbage. Like, I... I, I, see, well, I mean, yeah, it, it's, it's terrible, but I do like the action scenes in it. Like, the backyard action scene and then the one with weird-ass muscular Mary Poppins chasing him <laughs> down the street. Was kind of fun. Like, kick flips on that wagon. Yeah, <laughs> and then like, then like the he he calls for backup from his employee babies, and they show up, and there's like uh-huh. there's like a scene where like the three yes men are in a fire truck, and they like fire themselves at at him, yep. like as the cannonballs and shit. Like, yeah, that shit's kind of fun. I was kind of digging all that stuff. Like, the action scenes are fun. Yeah, they're fun for what they are. Like, especially for like kids that are just watching it out of just like. Not knowing what's going on. Yeah. I think that's what probably would attract them to this movie. Just those things alone. They're... Yeah. Like, I agree. Like, all the stuff with those action scenes and, like, Tim's overactive imagination is enough to grab, like, somebody that's, like, Macy's age up till, I don't even know, like, seven, seven eight years old. Yeah. I don't know what a cutoff would be for this movie to... People yeah. Wouldn't en- would enjoy it and pick it apart like we are, but... Mm-hmm. um. They're, I, fuck, fuck, I don't remember my train of thought now. There is, um, so I'm just going to go on with what I was going to say before. So, uh, that Eugene character is a part of, like, this Francis Francis. Oh, my God. So, I need to back up more, I think. So, big fat colossal boss baby <laughs> ends up, like, getting dismissed from being the boss baby. Yeah. Goes to Earth, gets raised by this, like, farm family. Yeah. They have this, like, weird milk serum that can keep you, a ba- yeah, keep you a baby forever. But because Big Fat Colossal Boss Baby is lactose intolerant, right. it gets to a point where he can't have it anymore, so they fire him. Right. And make him an actual baby and send him to Earth. Right. And he gets raised by this weird... Podunk hillbilly farm yeah. family where Eugene like grows up like as his like I guess brother pseudo brother yeah but dad then, okay, I, I don't know so how does it work where like, when when they say that uh, the management of baby core finally gets sent to Earth they do not have any memory of when they were a baby core only after they lose their pacifier. Yeah. Oh, so he, he he kept his pacifier when he was sent to Earth. I guess so, because I think it hangs around his neck on a necklace. Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so he kept the memory of Baby Core by sucking his pacifier when he's even when he's well into his mid fifties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and a creepy old man who makes like infinity puppies or whatever they are. Yeah. <laughs> this... <laughs> the drugs that had to go into making this literally like how the fuck do you think of this horse shit it is so weird so i'm gonna keep going on in this train of thought because i'm gonna get dot swing back to the eugene character at the end here so at the end uh tim's mom and dad work for puppy co yeah and that's where francis francis is the boss of now so yeah. like they are going to try to overthrow francis francis's plot um, and we'll find out what it is, overthrow it, so the babies get all the love, 
And, like, yeah. that makes the balance in the world, I guess. So they infiltrate Puppy Co. with their parents. They get to the back room to find the master plans, which this bothers me only because I've watched it 100,000 times, <laughs> is that when they do that whole, mo- uh, like, the whole Indiana Jones thing where they're trying to, like, yeah. leaven out, like, the the, the weight of this <laughs> yeah, manila folder. Rip off Indiana Jones. That the size discrepancy doesn't work. So when they're looking at this folder on this, like, paper box, Boss Baby is, like, looking up on his tiptoes at this thing. And then it cuts to a scene where he's, like, wants it so bad that he's drooling. And then the drool falls and lands on top of this manila folder where I'm like, that doesn't work. You've already shown that he's shorter than the box. It drives me crazy, these inconsistencies, these small little details. When And then it, it like pans back to him, and he's like trying to peek over the box to see this manila folder. And then they switch it out, obviously, and then it turns into this whole yeah. mousetrap they situation. Li- they literally recreate the entire formula of mousetrap. Right. I do, I, I do think it's funny. It's like, we should go, but I kind of want to see how this plays out. Yeah. And so they end up getting caught in a mousetrap. Yeah. Eugene is there at the end in a big dog suit. <laughs> and takes him to Francis Francis where he reveals his whole master plan of the Infinity Puppy and all that stuff. Yeah. And how he's going to, like, cram all these puppies in a plane and, like, scatter bomb them across the United States yeah. so babies are hated and puppies oh, are loved. Yeah, so when they keep the rocket from going off with all the puppies what happened to all the infinity puppies because they just ran away yeah i don't know you can chalk it up to being they they don't exist i guess i don't know (laughs) they're imaginary it's tim's imagination these poor infinity puppies just gonna starve on the streets what uh uh, (laughs) bothers me is that there's a whole rocket in the back room of this convention center that nobody seems to notice yeah That's like, uh, can just have a big open roof and this big rocket's going to launch from this Las Vegas convention center. Oh, also boss baby tries to murder Eugene at one point because they get, they do a thing where they throw Eugene's head into a toilet and then they lock the toilet seat (laughs) with his head still in the toilet and they just close the door. Like took care of that where it's like, he's going to drown to death. (laughs) Yeah. Granted, he gets up with the toilet still in his head and chases them. Right. But it's like, you left him thinking, like, knowing that that will kill him. Yes. Uh, Boss Baby's a murderer. He, he's a murderer as <laughs> fuck. They're all, I, I guess there is one little bit that I like around that scene, too, where Eugene is, as like, the Mrs. Doubtfire, Mary Poppins character. He's watching TV, and there's that Julia Childs ripoff. Oh, yeah. And it's like... Oh, the secret to fried butter is just margarine. <laughs> and they just like shows the Julia Child character dumping a whole box of butter inside this fucking bowl and just stirring it up and gonna fry it with margarine. <laughs> so anyway, I, that's like a little funny joke I like. Oh um, fuck. So anyway, it's to the end of Boss Baby here. Where well, oh, before we get to the end of Boss Baby, Troy, do you still like the song Blackbird? No. Because they only sing, they only sing one stanza of it the whole time. They never yeah, go it on. It drives me fucking insane. I liked the song Blackbird, but it was like they had it. It sounded like kids bop version of Blackbird throughout. Because they have Tim sing it like six fucking times, where I'm like, enough. 
They got sing another fucking song. Uh, Phoebe from Friends sing it like fucking <sighs> every five minutes. Jimmy Kimmel's the dad too. <laughs> yeah. Like good lord. Uh, anyway, <laughs> bringing Toby Maguire to play adult Tim. Uh, which I guess was uh, changed from Patton Oswald was going to originally be Tim. Really? Or uh, adult Tim rather. Yeah. And. Uh, so Francis Francis is played by, um, Steve Buscemi, Steve Buscemi, yeah. but it was going to be, fuck, why am I going blank with names right now? Patton Oswalt? No, Francis Francis was going to be, um, Tommy McGuire, not Tommy McGuire. The big evil guy was, it ended up being Steve Buscemi, but it was. Fuck, the what guy was... from House of Cards. Why can't I think Kevin of it? Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey. But because all that shit came out with him, yeah. they re- they reneged on that and made a pretty good decision on not to yeah. do it that way. Yeah. Anyway, God, I fucking can't stand it when I can't think of names, but I can think of all the fucking powder farts in this movie that drive me nuts. <laughs> okay, so leading to the end of this movie, the whole like plan has been foiled at this point. Yeah. Francis Francis gets... Uh, thrown into a vat of infinity formula yep. where he now emerges as like the big fat colossal boss baby again yep. because he's reverted back to his baby form. Yeah. Eugene comes and scoops him up and as he think he's going to grunt like he does in any other point of the movie, he clears his throat, has a British accent and then says, we'll do better this time. And then goes back and dances off screen and <laughs> which you never see him again. <laughs> I'm like, what? Is this just made for a stupid joke? Like, I fucking hate that. <laughs> oh fuck. Ugh. I missed I missed that because I was the watching like the last half hour of this. I was doing dishes while also watching that it makes sense. at the same time. But yeah, and then they release all the puppies to die in the wilderness. Yeah, they're all just so they can... or live forever in the wilderness. Who knows? <laughs> Make some scourge on puppies. They're going to get eaten by something. (laughs) Some hawk that'll turn into an infinity hawk. (laughs) So many. There's so many infinity hawks in Las Vegas. (laughs) Probably infinity vultures if they're out there. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Just picking the dead forever. So many infinity cars that ran over these infinity puppies (laughs) in the middle of the road. Oh, no. Uh, So, uh, and eventually. Now the boss baby and Tim are coming to terms because they ended up liking each other and uh, they agree that they should, uh, that the boss baby can now go up there even though now Tim yearns for his companionship and then while he's up being boss baby, he now realizes that he had something great with Tim, Yeah, quits his boss baby position. Tim sends him a memo that he wrote himself (laughs) with a bunch of wood blocks because that's how they determined like this separation of love at one point it doesn't so then tie he's like, back to really you get anything. all you get all my love and then he sends him a bunch of wood blocks and he's like oh my god i'm so fucking hard over these wood blocks which is supposed to like tie back to like this weird abacus thing yeah well but, like there's loosely. a scene yeah there's a scene where he when boss baby first talks to tim he's like he used the abacus to be like this used to be your love. Now this is my love. And he like pushes it to, to like closer to him where right. it's like, I'm getting all the love cause I'm the younger brother, blah, blah, blah. And then Tim 
to show that he's welcome, sends him a bunch of weird abacus blocks in a box to show that he right. deserves all the love. Right. And then Boss Baby is like, oh, fuck yeah, and he I'm goes and quits. Get all naked and quit. Yeah, I need to show my baby ass so the fucking animator can jerk off later. I'm going to go just forcefully kiss this woman or this other baby yeah. and then quit and then jump down the chute to be a real baby and then show up at uh, Tim's house yeah. to be a real baby at yeah, the so, end. Uh, so you can choose which family you're a part of, I guess, when you're a baby? I, apparently that's the rules that are created <laughs> yeah. by this loose structure of whatever this movie is. Oh fuck, boss baby. I let me just see if I have any more notes. <laughs> Give me a beer, another beer, Troy. I need to fucking drink. You talking about it. this shit. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be done. I need to be coherent for the end of this. I think. <laughs> um. <laughs> One of my note notes was memos. Ugh. <laughs> Uh, the last one I wanted to say is that, so this movie is kind of ill-received by, and ill-received being like at 50% by what we said before of yeah. all the Rotten Tomatoes and etc. Yeah. But this movie was nominated for Best Animated Feature in the Oscars, and it was the one of the yeah. lowest rated ones ever to be nominated for an Oscar. <laughs> but what was weird was, this came out the same year as the Lego Batman movie, and that one wasn't nominated. Oh, fuck them. Yeah. It was nominated over that and then a few other things that were actually deserved to be nominated. Fuck that. Yeah. So that was like a huge like kerfuffle in the animated sector of the Oscars. Fu yeah. Fuck them. Yeah. Fuck all that shit. That's my, that's the only other note that I haven't gotten to yet, but. Yeah. Moral of this story, fuck the Oscars. <laughs> yeah, for real. So... Is there anything else detail wise you want to bring up about Boss Baby? JT? Uh, I can't think of I'd anything. I'd be happy to talk more about any of it. I'm sure like. you 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 probably have lived <laughs> this story countless times. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm, Tim is likable enough, but there's sometimes where like he comes across as so genuine a, a a kid that age where I'm just like, "Shut the fuck up." Yep. Like especially when uh when uh, boss baby uh springs him from quote unquote jail where he's grounded in his room uh -huh. and he's just spouting off just shit that i've heard so many kids say where i'm like oh fuck you just shut up yeah <laughs> like i want that's my song i want i like that song right i'm like oh god no you don't just shut <laughs> Kid, you just need your oh, fucking ass kicked. <laughs> one thing I did want to bring up that I forgot when we were talking about this, too, is that I feel as if that maybe Tim was, like, a miracle baby for uh, Phoebe and Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. So, like, because they go above and beyond oh, parenting. Oh, God. Yeah. Like, coddling. The things that they do for that kid in the beginning of this movie, I'm like, what the fuck? This kid's shit needs to be made out of fucking solid gold. You're fucking... <laughs> you were treating him with this much fucking attention. They uh, read him multiple stories before he'll even go to sleep. Yeah. It's like five stories. And sing him a song. Sing him a song. 
and do, uh, like jump through hoops in order for him to go to bed every night. Yeah. And they happily do it, which I want to call bullshit. Yeah. Right. You've now. got one. You've got a kid right now, and you're just like, go to bed. Granted, Macy goes to bed fairly easily. Yeah. Like she doesn't need a story read to her. All right. Like if she's tired, she'll like say like she'll rub her eyes and be like, you want to go to bed? Yeah. And she'll sometimes throw a fit, but then when you put her down, she'll get covered up and then she'll not make a peep for the rest of the night. Unless she truly isn't ready to go and she'll like stand up and scream. Yeah. But I mean, that happens. Do you you read bedtime stories, Troy? No, but I read to her throughout the day. There you go. So I I don't. When she gets that certain age, will you read bedtime stories to her? Yeah, of course. Right on. I don't think I'll read five to her and then are you going to Are you going to read bedtime comics? I would. She already knows who Batman is. There you go. Because I had uh, a Batman comic just laying on the couch. She goes, Baba? Or uh, Batman? And I'm like, that is Batman. Yeah. And then she likes to look at that Spider-Man bank right there. There you and go. And that's Spa-Man. Spa-Man. There you and go. And I'm like, that is Spa-Man. I'm just, I, I'm just imagining you reading Dark Knight Returns to her <laughs> where it's like, see that? He nasty. <laughs> <laughs> he don't shiv. <laughs> He Billy Berserk. <laughs> but yeah, I I that's like my dream to have this kid that I can mold, right? Oh no. And to like knowing the weird shit that I know, so it just drives Chelsea nuts and be like, Oh no. Macy, what do you think of the Cree Supreme Intelligence? <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> and, like, and just like have a conversation with me. And I I'll can just like, imagine Chelsea's pulling and saying, like, um, what are you morphing my child into? <laughs> Uh, but anyway, that's uh, that's just little plans of mine. I just want to plant seeds <laughs> here and there. Since she already knows, she's not even two and she knows who Batman and Spider-Man are. Oh, I think no. I'm doing okay, You're all right? going to comic nerd her to death. <sighs> but then, I mean, Ghost Hunter Davis tried to do that. And granted, they only have, like, he tried to, like, push the Batman animated series on his kids. Yeah. And they like certain episodes, but then... They otherwise can take or leave yeah, it. Yeah. So it's like, do I, do I want to push and like not receive it back, or just want to be like subliminally you can test the waters? Yeah. Be like, test oh, the waters. Have seen this uh, Batman show? Uh, you want to check it out? Or... <laughs> I think I like it. I, I don't know. I don't know if I like it or not. I dabbled <laughs> in it when I was a kid, so I don't know if you like it or not. Uh, but anyway, so anyway, boss baby. Yeah. You want to throw a grade on this bitch? Yeah, on this bitch for sure. <laughs> I mean, I was liking the first half hour of this when I thought it was all in his imagination, but when they really hammer home that it's like, this could be real, I was like, fuck this. <laughs> so, man. Just for, like, the, the, the two action scenes that I was kind of digging, maybe a low D minus. Okay. But just for those, this movie is, it's like, if you pull it apart, it's dumb as fuck. And pull this, one thread at all. Yeah, and the out. humor is not good through most of it. Yeah. So, yeah, for the, the small fleeting things that I actually liked, I'll give it a D minus. Okay. I um was surprised that I'm going to rate it a little higher than you, but not really? by much. Yeah. But it's, uh, I was going to give it a D plus. Okay. Uh, it is... Like, I can appreciate it because I, I, Macy likes it 
because there's babies in it. And she has her own little baby and she likes oh, that yeah. kind of stuff. Um, when I first showed up, she was just pulling dolls out of her toy chest and just saying baby, baby, to, yeah, baby. To sh- <laughs> yeah, to show you that she has <laughs> a baby and one may or may not be a boss. <laughs> uh, but I, uh, I, I like that kids can jump into it and like it. But there are so many things that we just went over on. And it's like, this doesn't make any sense. It's not really that good of a movie. <laughs> it's it's kind of fucked up. It, it feels so drug-fueled. Someone woke up on something and was like, like, what if puppies and babies were, like, fighting? I just, I, I feel like they had a, an idea of, a, a, like, a nugget of an idea. Yeah. And they tried to drive it home with a kid with an over like an overactive imagination. Yeah. And they brought in someone that just took it all literally. At least at some point, because it, like it, it doesn't yeah. work. It gets so literal at one point where you're like, I could have taken this as some kid's imagination and it would have been way better. Yes. And then it feels like you brought in a writer where it's like, oh, you want him to be a boss? Well, then he has to be a part of a corporation. He needs an arrival. Uh-huh. We're like, no, you don't. He needs to be a boss baby. Yeah. He's a baby who's a boss. <laughs> you don't need to develop a fucked up corporation <laughs> that he's in charge of with multiple babies involved uh-huh. and then make a rival that's puppies ran by a former baby that's... I feel like this guy, someone had an agenda where it's like, I got fucked with this corporation. If I had another corporation, I'd, I'd be the head of it and fuck them over. <laughs> I'm like, you're, you're, you're parading to fucking four-year-olds. You don't need to be this convoluted with some weird revenge plot in a corporation. Yeah, it's, it's messed up. Uh, so, the end of this movie shows that uh, maybe it was or was not... Uh, imagined by tim most likely it all was so yeah. this movie also takes place it's like an indeterminate like uh, an amount of time that it takes place in because now i kind of want to bridge to the animated series that's on netflix and why it makes no sense okay yeah because it also that series takes place sometime during like the in-between moments of this series yeah but it can't work because tim and Boss Baby don't like each other. They don't like each other until the end of this movie. Yeah. Where in the series, they're best buds. Really? Yes. Oh, my God. No, and they all, no like, scheme together, and they're fun, like, like play around yeah. together. I'm like, that doesn't work. You see the end of this movie, he's not the Boss Baby anymore, for yeah. one. And Well, when they first start getting together, they say it's two days before the convention. And then that one day when they get together, a lot of shit happens. <laughs> yes. Like, there's there's a scene where he's feeding him. There's a scene where they're bathing together. There's a scene where they're getting a family photo taken together. Yep. That all takes place in a day. <laughs> yep. It's yeah. like that scene in, like, Naked Gun when, like, they do all that shit and, and, like, they do, like, a bunch of fucking shit and she's like... That was the best day I'd ever been on. Where like she insinuates that it was all takes place took place in one day. Like that's the thing. The first thing that came to mind. They have that whole montage, and they uh, they like insinuate that it was all in one day. Like they literally do so much shit in one day. Where you're like, that wasn't in one day. Right. Just doing a family photo alone is a day. Yes. And they do that. He feeds him. They take a bath together. Right. They do all this shit in one day. Where you're like, bullshit. Bullshit. So yeah. Anyway, 
that that's our thoughts on Boss Baby. So that is gonna set our ground standard of what Macy yeah. was obsessed with, pr- probably forty-five we, days. Yeah. So Ish. now we need to find. And you say that she's obsessed with uh, trolls. The Trolls series now. Yes, and she liked that Trolls movie that came out. Okay. Uh, but now that's no longer on Netflix. It's only. It's weird that the is movie this... is not, but the series is. Okay. Hmm. Um, and she liked that too, and that one was okay too. It's like the Anna Kendrick, and they sing like yeah. kind of real songs. I've never saw it. It's it's okay. okay. I kind of like it. Okay. Um, it, it's easy enough to watch ninety times. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so anyway, that's what's coming up next Monday is our first four, four way, four way, four, 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 yeah. I have an idea. Do you want to use my idea for next week? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Okay. Well, I saw it on Netflix not too long ago. I think the animation is close enough that she might be interested and it's pretty colorful. Okay. And it has different aspects that include different things that might keep her attention. My uh, suggestion for our next week's episode for Operation No Baby is <laughs> the net film on Netflix right now, Claudia with a Chance of Meatballs. Okay. All right. I think it's got a pretty cool plot to it. Bill Hader is the main character. Okay. So you got Bill Hader there. All right. And uh, I think it's a fun story, and it's colorful enough that I think it might keep Macy's attention. All right. Cloudy the chance of meatballs it is. So there you go. That's our our first official episode to try and get Macy off of Boss Baby, which uh, it seems like she's already off of it anyway, so it doesn't matter. But uh, just to see if she'll uh, test the waters or anything else, Cloudy the chance of meatballs sounds like it could work. Yeah. I've seen it, and I like it from what I can remember. I haven't seen it since it came out. It's fun. I saw it like about a week ago. I, All right. I, I dug it. All right. Sounds good. So I'll have, uh, we'll have our full review rather. And I'll also have what Macy thought of it. Yeah. If she was able to sit through the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, and also in the meantime, make sure you send us out your suggestions for what you think she would be into. If it's on Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, or HBO. Yes. Send that to us, and you can do that at reviewreviewpod at gmail.com. You can send us an email. Tell us why you think she would like it, why you like it. Yeah. Or if your kids are into it, if you have so uh, them running around the house. Or you can hit us up on Twitter. Uh, I'm at Troy to the Max on Twitter. I am at... I am at Buggy for Everyone on Twitter, also Buggy for Everyone on Instagram, and Hey Why Not Buggy for Everyone on Snapchat. If you want to hit us both up, you can do so at Review Review Pod on Twitter. Tell us what movies uh, you think Macy would enjoy or what your kids would enjoy yeah. on those streaming services. Uh, you can listen to this on a multitude of platforms. If you like to use iTunes, you can do so uh like you like normal <laughs> and you can rate and review us there because if you like the show those help it helps other people find the show but we're also in like stitcher and google play and spotify and youtube and all that kind of stuff so you can find us there as well yeah and that'll do it exactly JT. yeah Why not so join us uh this coming thursday when we talk about the lego movie mm-hmm. one of my favorite movies from the year that it came out i think it was 15 2015 
I got to gotta look into it. It's 15 it. or 16. 15 or 16. Yeah, one of those. But yeah, one of my favorite movies that came out. I'm curious to check back into it to see if I still love it. And this is all to lead up to the Lego Movie 2, Cole, the second part coming out. Yep. In theaters pretty soon for our February Teddy Bear Month. <laughs> Or family-friendly February. Yes, family-friendly February. <laughs> we're doing this mini series, and we're also talk- Ugh, talking about a bunch of <laughs> talking about a bunch of a uh, of a uh, family-friendly films. That's I'm, right. I'm gonna need something <laughs> at the end of this that's adult-oriented. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Every day, I need something just like coffee with baileys in it or something yeah, anything yep. yeah anything to get you through the day anyway so that's gonna be the show until thursday where we do uh lego, LEGO movie. movie i've been short of the max extreme i am jd3k and we 